This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. This meditative message is from the Spirit to help us realize that some of the things we are striving so hard for are only finite things. But hopefully this, this meditative message will encourage us all to ask ourselves this question throughout each day and night. Is my life a sweet smell to God? Is it? Is it a sweet smell to God? If we are to be living sacrifices holy unto God, which is what should happen if we are truly saved by him, then our heart's desire should be to satisfy God's nostrils with a heavenly savor. In other words, a more consistent, victorious Christian life can be ours if we have this ongoing desire. May the Lord be satisfied with me. Let's share a quick thought about that. We need to say that as an anthem to ourselves every day as we are about to step out. May the Lord be satisfied with me. And in Scripture, when we see sweet-smelling in the Scripture, it denotes the ability of a substance to release an aroma that is attractive to the sense of smell, attractive to the olfactory sense, making for a pleasant atmosphere. Amen? Do we want God to have a pleasant atmosphere? Do we ever think about that? We see old taste and see that God is good, but he wants us to be good like him. Be ye holy, what? For I am holy. We come into his presence. He says, here's some perfume. Here's some cologne. Amen. Amen. But before that, there's a prerequisite that already happened before you get to the holy of holies. Amen. You have to have an attitude change, right? Come into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Amen. Don't take it for granted. He will transform you by the what? Renewing of your mind. And as you keep going in progression, you're going to come into the court. What is that big old bathtub? Well, that's a lava, baby. God is not going to put perfume and cologne on you until you what? Take a bath. Amen. There's nothing worse than a person thinking they could mask stinky odors with a lot of cologne. Amen. After a while, you're going to get a whiff of something that shouldn't be there. Amen. (laughs) My God, my God. But God is telling us, amen, there's a lather. He's going to wash us clean of sin. Amen. Because any little pediment of sin, any little microbe is going to now exponentially grow and take over once again. But we want every little minute detail of sin gone. Amen. And uh, much as the smell of perfume makes for an enjoyable physical atmosphere, there are multiple things that we are told are sweet-smelling to God in the spiritual realm. You ever remember the smoke of Noah's sacrifice? Uh, it was called sweet. And it said in the scripture, And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. He said that in Genesis eight twenty one. My God. And there's also a such thing as a Levitical burnt offering. It is also said to have a what? Sweet savor. An offering made by fire unto the Lord. Exodus twenty nine. 18. There's something about the presence of the Lord. He is a fiery presence. He burns off everything that shouldn't be there. And what remains is what should be there. And it will have a sweet smelling savor. It will be sweet. Amen. It will have a pleasantness. It will have that eternal 
uh, presence of God. Amen. Where there's joy everlasting. Amen. Beyond what we could fathom or think. Thank God. Uh, we can further note that Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering. Christ was that very offering as pictured in the Noahic covenant when God said, I won't destroy by water. It'll be fire next time. My God. And Jesus is that sacrifice, but he's not dead. That's the good thing. He's what? Alive. So really, Jesus was a living sacrifice. Amen. The earthly essence gone for a minute, but God's spirit poured back into that body and he woke up. Amen. He said, yes, I am your redeemer. Amen. I paid the price. Thank God. So yes, he became a sacrifice to God. And as Ephesians 5, 2 says it, for a sweet smelling savor. Amen. What should our lives have? A sweet smelling savor. Song he gave me said, my heart is in your presence, Lord. May your will be done, right? Uh, You can't stay the way you are. You're going to change. Yes, Lord. And then you say it again, because out of the word of two or three, every word is established. Amen. And you say it again. My heart is in your presence, Lord. I meant it. Amen. And I want you to be satisfied. Change me so you can be satisfied. I don't want to be a stench in your nostrils. And then you cry the highest praise unto him. Hallelujah. Christ is all you need. Hallelujah. Christ is all you need. Amen. And then you can go to your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your, your intellect, your passions, your pursuits, your ambitions, your will, all of it. That's your soul. You want all of that, everything within you to bless the Lord. My soul is in your, in your, what? In your presence, Lord. And remember, he's a fiery presence. May your will be done. Everything within me, get in line. Get in line with God. Amen. Don't be out of step with God. And then you say it again because you meant it. Amen. Let your yay be yay. Amen. My soul, yes, is in your presence. I meant it, Lord. Be thou satisfied. I want the Lord to be satisfied. I don't know about you. I'm tired of amen. Mediocre. Mediocrity is not going to get me into heaven. God wants 100%. Amen. He don't want you to be kind of right. He wants you to be right. Amen. When I buy something, I don't want it to be kind of right. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. I'll buy it the way it is. No, I want it to be right. Go get a better one. Hallelujah. Thank God. Matter of fact, get me one wasn't touched. It's still in the plastic wrapper. Nobody unwrapped it. Amen. Anybody with me? I want it to be right. You want to be right when you get with God. Amen. I don't want to be kind of right. He's coming back for those who are right. If you're kind of right, you're not going to make it. 99 and a half won't do. The old saints had it right. 99 and a half won't do. And then you could cry out, hallelujah. Christ is all I need. And you say it again, Christ is all I need. Because your, your, your soul going to tug at you. Your unsaved soul going to tug at you. That's why God said he came to what? Save your soul. Your soul that's unsaved is going to tug back. It's more cozy. We, we, we're used to that, that other way. Why you got to get to that new way? No. I'm going the way of God. And God's going to pick you up and turn you around. You know the rest. Place your feet. What? On solid ground. The old saints knew what they were talking about. I looked at my hands and they were new. I looked at my feet and they did too. Hallelujah. It happened to me. Came out of that stuff when I was a young adult. They were pulling on me. All the honeys were pulling on me. And where were they? Out on the corner? No, in the choir. Hallelujah. 
Where were they? In the Bible band. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Young people, willing workers. They were all up in there trying to pull up on me. I said, no, no, no. Hallelujah. Thank God. They said, oh, he's a fine one. He's new. He looked like Miami Vice. Look at him. Look at him. Look. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? And I'm at the altar trying to get my Holy Ghost on, but they had something else on their mind. Hallelujah. Anyhow. But God started giving me songs as I got in prayer. I got, I, I received the Holy Ghost completely. Amen. I didn't want to let that thing go. I said, wow, there was more to God than I expected. And he came fully into my life and filled me with his power. I could actually feel his physical, spiritual presence in me, in my body, in my heart, in my mind. He moved my tongue and I was speaking the angelic language in prayer. Hallelujah. And I knew that Christ was all I needed. And, and, and I began to say, God shall supply all I need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. And thank God that the saints were praying. Older saints that knew the Lord real good were praying. And God said their prayers had an odor before his throne. The saints' prayers bring an odor like incense before the throne of God. And he smelled it. I'm glad he did because it saved me. Amen. And the scripture said, and when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and 20 elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints in Revelation 5, 8. There's vials, amen, of prayers of the saints. Your prayers, your holy prayers have an aroma. Amen. Don't let it stop, mother. Yes, keep the prayer wheel turning. The Lord, you uses you. Amen. In prayer. Hallelujah. And he's got some vials. Amen. That's a special vial. It says, Mother Irene Ravel Norris. Amen. Is on the vial and he pulls it out and saints could get blessed. Amen. And on a good day, a tiny little vial he found, it said Elder Anthony Jackson on there. My God, it wasn't big as mother's, but amen. I was able to help a few folk. Hallelujah. Anyhow, thank God. I hope you got a vial in glory. Are your prayers being stored up to help somebody else? First of all, you got to get off yourself. Can you get off yourself long enough so your prayers can go to help somebody else? All the time, save me, Lord, save me, Lord. I already saved you. Move on. Hallelujah. Anyhow, we come to this part in the knowledge. Free will offerings. You know, God loves those. Not people, amen, coerced, bullied psychologically bullied to give, but free will offerings given are similarly pleasant to God. Paul wrote about it to the people of God in the church at Philippi saying, but I have all and abound. I got everything I need. I am full. Having received of Epaphroditus, because they sent one of their members to give the things they collected. Amen. So his name was Epaphroditus. The things which were sent from you. And, and, and Paul uh, began to describe them as an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God in Philippians 4, 18. Thank God for that. But people will come to church and get all cozy with this given thing. But there's a warning in Scripture. God gave it well ahead of time in the Old Testament. 
in the Pentateuch, amen, in the Torah, in Leviticus 26, 27, and verse 31. God gives this warning. And if ye will not for all this hearken unto me, after you do all this religious stuff, but you still don't listen to me, but walk contrary to me, he says, I will not smell the savor of your sweet odors. Look at that. So what does that tell us? We got to commit afresh every day. We got to commit, amen, every single day from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. We got to stay committed. My God, there are a lot of distractions throughout the day, my God, especially well into the night. The later you stay up watching things on the television, the more you better be saved. Amen. And they got every philosophy in these shows. I'm looking at shows. I said, oh, pretty good drama. Pretty good. Pretty good. And here they come with some philosophy. I said, here they go. And they got the, the main characters speaking little sermons in their script. And they're saying and uttering things that are promoting ungodly things. Amen. My God. And I, I, I made a commitment. Amen. I said, no, I'm, I'm not looking at that show anymore. That's it for that show. After the pilot and then one or two shows in, here they go. Boom. Oh, here they go. Here they go once again. My God. One show down, another show down. No, no, no. These people don't have the right interest for, for what my soul needs. Amen. We got to commit a new, amen, to live lives that will be a what? Sweet savor in the presence of our God. Are we, are we ever in the presence of our God? We're done. Are we ever in the presence of our God? Is he omnipresent? Can we escape his presence? So when we get into that little funky thing, are we still in his presence? Yes. But is he, amen, satisfied? No, that's a, that's a foul odor. God's not into these foul odors. No, no, no. We got to sweeten up on our attitude. We got to sweeten up on our lifestyle. We got to sweeten up on our thoughts. Hallelujah. Sweeten up on what we're doing. Hey, how we treat each other. Hey, hallelujah. How we living in the marketplace. How we living on the campus. How we living in the house. How's our domestic life? Preachers preach like two worlds coming together, and then their fists join the wife's face and giving her two black eyes. My God, what kind of anointing is that? There's such thing as a demonic anointing. The devil has tongues. You go to them little Ouija board folk, they start speaking in some weird unknown tongue, not as the Spirit of God give utterance, as the demons give utterance. That's why we got to be specific in scripture as what the spirit of God gives utterance. Amen. Is the Holy Ghost speaking to you? Are you uh, understanding him? Amen. Are you going forth to do the will of God after you hear the Lord's command? The day you what? Hear his voice. Harden not your heart. Don't do like they did in the provocation when they, amen, pricked God's heart in the wilderness. Should have been a little bit of time, but they were there 40 years. And that's a picture of us not reaching our potential to have a victorious Christian life. When you get to the promised land in those Old Testament scriptures, that's the victorious Christian life. That's not heaven. That's the victorious Christian life. It's a picture of us living right, having a sweet smelling savor in our lives unto God. Begins, amen, by him transforming your mind, saving your soul, amen, turning your heart around so you could be into God. God is always trying to present the power of the gospel, the good news from heaven, that there is hope for us. You don't have to keep sinking and sinking sand. There's what hope for you. You don't have to keep messing up on that same thing. There's what hope for you. 
especially since a way has already been made. For Jesus said in John 15, 7, if ye abide in me, the problem is we stop abiding in him. But if ye abide in me, stay there and my words are in you. You shall ask what ye will. Why? Because you're going to be in the will of God and it shall what be done unto you. There's a problem with people not in the will of God trying to use the scripture so they can name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. If God didn't name it, you're not going to claim it. If God didn't blab it, you, you show enough ain't going to be able to grab it. No. Amen. In other words, our divine destiny can be realized if we allow God's way to what become our way. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but what? Your will be done. May your will be done. God wants us to realize that there are times to hold on to certain habits and other times to let go of certain habits. Amen. Some habits should serve as eternal constants. They're going to remain and they're going to be constraints to keep you from falling. Amen. But other habits in life should only be developmentally finite. They shouldn't last too long. And Paul said, put away what? Childish things. You got to avoid what? Youthful, unlearned, youthful, uh, uninhibited lusts where, you know, there's youthful exuberance and we just go forth, throw caution to the wind and do whatever, whatever, without any constraints. My God, without any holy wisdom. That kind of stuff you should learn real quick and get away with it. Get, get, uh, get it out of your system real fast. And I hope you don't get burned. Amen. There have been some I have tasted a little. Boom. Spit it out. No, don't do that. Amen. The worst I did was puff on a cigarette, a one, a one half a puff. Because my little teenage friend, amen, another church boy. Well, what's that on the ground? Oh, a pack of cigarettes. Oh. Mama's boy ain't going to try it. I said, what? I ain't no mama's boy. You know, I just let peer pressure pull me in like a big stupid. Go ahead. And a brown boy turned green that day. Amen. Thank God from half a puff. From that day on, I said, never again will I allow peer pressure to pull me in. I don't care what they call me. Amen. 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 Because God whipped me more than that cigarette whipped me. Thank God. He didn't let me sleep good. I was turning over. He said, well, I'm not letting you sleep. I'm going to hear you going to listen to me. Two, three in the morning, you're you going to listen. Okay, say what you're going to say. I said, he's sweet up on that attitude. <laughs> Thank God. God is a person, you know. And, and you got to talk right. You got to step to him right. You know, don't be coming up to him all willy-nilly. Just, yes, yeah, so what up, God? You know, just no. Come correct. We do better when we go to the White House. Come all good and have the protocol and all, but we go to God any kind of way. That's a shame. That's another message. But we need to learn who God really, really is. The personal relationship thing, that's very important to him. He wants you to know him. He has proclivities. How about that? Yes, he does. And he's going to help us learn how to get out of this entanglement of sin. Amen. Because it's only going to what? Kill us. Amen. Thank God. There's some unexperienced bad habits that we ought to avoid at all costs. That's what God is trying to say as we are headed towards the altar. Amen. In, in our hearts. Oh, hallelujah. Christ is all. He's all we need today. He's all we need every day. He's all we need forever. When I first wrote lyrics to my, the song the Holy Ghost gave me, he said, no, it's not today. Take today out. 
Amen. He said, yes, every day, all day. Amen. Come what may. Christ is what all. He's all you need. Thank you, Lord. So, Father God, we stretch our hearts and our hands to you right here and right now. We pray for the strength to approach your throne of grace. You have an open door policy. You want us to approach. The devil wants us ashamed, uh, so ashamed that we will not approach. But you're beckoning us to come to your throne of grace. Come, come, though your sins be the way they are. I'll make it right. Hallelujah. I'll make it right today. Hallelujah. Approach my throne of grace. And he's going to make us, amen, become living sacrifices. He's going to change your life uh, source, amen. Now, you're, you're a source not for hell, but a source for heaven. God's going to change your purpose, amen. He's going to change it all the way so that you are completely made whole. He who the sun sets free is going to be completely freed, free indeed, completely freed, amen. Be a living sacrifice, says the Lord, worthy of the honor of the Son, Christ Jesus. It's in his name that we are asking this blessing. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do exceeding, do abundantly, above what we could ask or think, because you're the only wise God. We thank you. We praise you. Turn it over. Won't you turn it over right here and right now? Whatever that thing is, believe God is hearing you when you turned it over. I know you messed up twice or thrice or a lot of times because you said this already, but God is listening as though it's the first time you said it. Go ahead. But this time, depend on him. Don't juggle. Don't try to manage it. Let him. He's going to give you little specific things to do. And the day you want to hear his voice, don't ignore it. Don't harden your heart. Do it. Honor it. Every little minute thing he tells you is a dramatic victory. Let God help you. Amen. Thank God. If it's just turning the channel on the TV, that's a victory. Amen. You may not be able to turn the TV off, but you could turn the channel. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyhow, and God will put that, amen, that thirst, that hunger that's in you for those things because the psychology of how we're made, we begin to uh, have a need made for those things and we, be, we develop a taste. And now the taste is not satisfied unless we go deeper into that thing. My God. So now we need, you know, a heightened experience, a, a new threshold level. And that's how we are made. And the devil knows that he uses it to trick us on in to go deeper and deeper and farther and farther away from the will of God, from the holy of holies. But God is here right here and right now. He said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. I'm calling you for a higher place of praise. Come on and go in right here and right now. Put that thing on your mind right here and right now that you have, amen, a hard time with. Those things that easily beset you, put them on your mind at the forefront of your mind right now and tell God, I want that thing gone. Take it away, Lord. Take away the thirst. Take away the hunger for it. In the name of Jesus, sever the tie. Oh, God, unplug it out of my soul. In the name of Jesus, alienate me from it. Help me to divorce it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Create in us a clean heart. Oh, God, renew a right spirit within us right here and right now. We know you're able, God, in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. We of the realm of Agape Christian Church. 
pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you. Thank you.